IntelliKey Leadership Stories, the podcast for conscious leaders. We share the lessons learned from global leaders making an impact for their organizations, stakeholders, and investors. For people, community, and environment, we get inspired by their experiences, attitudes, and practices. Here are your hosts for IntelliKey Leadership Stories, Kirsten Gouldy and Mark Stenson. Hello, my fellow rebels. I'm Jaithali Desai, and thank you for joining me as I share practical, tactical success secrets to help you embrace your inner rebel, ignite your soul's desires, and own your magic. And today, I have the pleasure of hosting two special guests who actually introduced me and really got me thinking that I could do this podcast myself. I was a guest on their podcast. And before I even get into all of their goodness, I'm just going to bring them on. Kirsten, welcome back. Mark, welcome to the Beauty Confidential Lounge podcast. I am so honored and grateful that you guys said yes. I can tell this is going to be a lot of laughter. So everybody tune in because this dynamic between Kirsten and Mark is so special. So I would love for you all to introduce yourselves and a little bit about you. And then we're going to dive right into all of your goodness. So hi, everybody. I'm Kirsten Gouldy. And I am a lot of different things. But truly, I'm committed to making this world a better place, be it through business, mysticism, however it works. I'm really glad to be here. I'm so excited. And yeah, Mark? and I'm, I'm Mark Stenson. I call myself a brand innovator and a venture catalyst. So rather than a venture capitalist, I don't just throw money at companies. I try to put some sweat equity in them and bring and catalyze their business ideas to life and help them brand them. Oh, I love that. So is that actually how you guys came together? Or, okay, wait, let me back up. <laughs> so let's talk about how I connected with you guys. Kirsten and I, we have a mutual friends and then she introduced me to Mark and I got to be on Entelechy Leadership Podcast, which you guys do together. And let's talk about that. How did you create the concept of the podcast of like for you guys to come together and collab it let's start with i was somebody in need of mark's brand innovation i really oh. i know his wife well and think very highly of mark in who he in the skill set so we were with mark everything starts with the coffee that's the price of it he has two prices of admission coffee and do the work. <laughs> like if you're not going to do my work, love language. Yeah. Like those are his two things, right? So that's the price of admission. And then it all happened. It's a starry night, right, Mark? There <laughs> you go. Those moments. Podcasting was a thing. And I don't know if you remember, but there was a pandemic over the last couple of years. And so we were having coffee literally what a month, two months before this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so this would be January of 2020. And said, boy, wouldn't it be great to bring a voice to some of these ideas and some of these concepts of enlightened leaders and conscious leaders? And so we're having coffee about this and said, let's start a podcast. And we were literally like one and a half episodes into this when the pandemic hit. We couldn't meet in a studio anymore, so we got comfortable on Zoom. We couldn't have live guests anymore, so we got comfortable mm -hmm. inviting guests. And so the more this thing snowballed, this turned into what could have been twice a week, but it was certainly a regular weekly program where we brought leaders from all over the world. And now yeah. people were more available. So we invited people we would never thought we could have gotten mm -hmm. to be on a program. 
And little by little, we're talking to Fortune 500 uh, CEOs. We're talking to leaders at universities. We're talking to entrepreneurs and, and global impact players. And it's been a blast. Everything about your dynamic, how you guys are bringing people on to showcase not only them, but to see how they're going to help impact the people listening. That ripple effect that I am all about this because the more we can bring people together and moving in the same direction, I can't even imagine what the future holds for us. Yeah, it was like, fun because it would just we just started and it's evolved over time. And we've laughed with each other because is this a management podcast that allows spirituality <laughs> to be discussed? Or is it a spirituality <laughs> podcast where we talk about management? We warn the guests. We don't know which is going to come out that day. And uh, we, we've had leaders of financial billion dollar venture funds yeah. go, I've never talked about my inner self before mm -hmm. in a management context or any other program. And uh, so we seem to attract it and bring it out of people. Yeah. But it's and beautiful. what's beautiful about that too is as we started the podcast, we've had, as Mark mentioned, we've had an, an evolution and we really don't even know where we're going. I can't say there's any great master plan. Every the Our commitment was to having fun. That was our first and fourth. The minute it stops being fun and it becomes a job, we're out, right? Like we just agreed to that. That was a premise that we thought was really important. But secondly, what we began to see, we really understood there is a momentum for conscious leadership, right? It's really starting to happen. And we interviewed in our first season, a lot of people who have spent their life dedicated to cultivating conscious leadership. It was like one person here, one person here. And what's been beautiful as a result of this pandemic, the leaders themselves, as a result of this great resignation and many other, you call it tension points, are embracing this notion of conscious leadership because people truly cannot go back into the workforce and do it the way they did it. And it's just been brilliant to watch an unfolding of leaders really begin to embrace a new way, which is what many thought leaders have been hoping for a very long time. It's it's like a paradox almost, right? Because it's it took the pandemic to make that shift. Mm -hmm. it's, it's weird because for all like the negative of the pandemic, and we've I've had people that we've lost through the pandemic also. So I'm not minimizing that, but the innovation that has come out of the pandemic the, that people are using more tools, more resources, and they're getting more creative in terms of how they're reaching the masses. And you're, this is a perfect example. So then what are you guys, when you started to think about, okay, we're going to bring people on, like, were there criteria that you had? Or did you have, were you just pulling people out of the air, so to speak? What, how are you guys deciding that, okay, we want to come talk to you? Yeah, certainly when we set a conscious leader, we had in mind somebody who was making an impact, not just somebody making headlines, but somebody making a difference. And so we were attracted to many people's stories about maybe an impact on the planet, maybe in uh, sustainability, global impacts, like the mom and pop store is great. The mom and pop practitioner, wonderful. But we thought if this person was also making ripples, so they were not only doing something at the community level, but it was rippling out. Yeah. And uh, then also we wanted people who we at least thought would be open to talking about their inner guidance. And uh, so that's what we hope to attract. 
That's wonderful. Have you always been open on your own spiritual journey, Mark? Or was this after connecting with Kirsten that you were? Uh, no, I think in? it's interesting you asked that because obviously always open. And I had a very, you know, robust meditation practice. I've always read, you know, uh, personal development uh, books and leaders. Um, but I think over time, but to see it in action more and We've always talked about this great awakening where everybody is may maybe more authentic or maybe showing more of their personal selves. I, I was caught up in that wave as well. Yeah. I find the podcast space really fascinating for this in particular thing because mm -hmm. I know like for a long time I had my person and then I had my inner person, but they were not showcased in the same way. Does does that make sense? Like the mm -hmm. inner wisdom I'd kind of thing i would yeah. keep it like in the closet so to speak because i was yeah. like oh who wants to hear about the woo but you guys mm -hmm. i found so much inspiration from the both of you so talking about the ripple effect this was part of that right like how you when your guests come on how like how do you start that conversation with them because again oftentimes we're talking publicly one way even though privately we have this like practice or these rituals that we do so how do you find your guests respond when you start going down that path does that make sense it does okay. and mark i i'd like to start with this if you're okay with this mark i for the first and foremost there's a lot of fun in the guest room a lot of play and that speaks to that authenticity we're coming in to talk about business and historically there's been no room for anything other than stoicism even if your arm is falling off and you're dying right there's no like you have to show up and you have to act a certain way otherwise it's really about survival there's a survival game that gets played in corporations and, and then secondly, on it depends on some occasions, as a medium, there are times where people get mini readings in the guest room, <laughs> and they're taken off guard because the, all the spirits are talking to them, which is a real thing. And that's all joking aside, but I, I think it's that warmth, right? I think, Mark, people have spoken to, and really we're asking people to show up as who they are. And when there's permission given, that creates a safe space to just be whoever they are. And I, I will say one of my most moving series, and I think this, Mark, I, I don't know what your, I'd love to hear your thoughts on there, but we did a series on amplifying Black voices, and that was one of Mark's ideas, and it was such a moving experience. And I would cry every time we interviewed somebody because we got to listen as white people to true stories with absolute truth. And, and I don't know about you, Mark, but that to me shaped a direction that we moved into in a more meaningful way. What do you have to say to that, Mark? Well, What's definitely, your add-on to that? Because that's well, powerful. This, it was very powerful. And I think what now that you're mentioning it, Kirsten, the, the local impact and global ripples began to be visible in those conversations. So there was a real estate developer building affordable housing and sustainable developments mm -hmm. in Atlanta. But then all of a sudden we connected with somebody doing the same thing in Australia. Right. It's like if they oh, knew wow. each other, but didn't really know of each other's work. It's wait a second. There's a connection. We mm -hmm. talked to a local pastor who said we're more desegregated during the week than we are at church on Sundays. 
why can't we learn from the rest of the week? Why are we going to our quote unquote own church on Sunday? Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a voice oh, that wow. just got me right between the eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. So we're creative directors, individual, we talked to a banker, we talked. So th- these voices, to Kirsten's point, brought out this authenticity. And that's where we didn't learn a lot. And I also think it's interesting. What made you want to highlight that? Like bringing on more of the minority sector. Why, like what prompted it for you both? I think literally the events of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement. But I think we realized that we could be telling a deeper story of IntelliKey you know, of people trying to reach their full soul's potential and what were some of the systemic obstacles that they may be facing, you know, to reaching their full human purpose. And Mm -hmm. uh, so we focused on the human part, not just, hey, I'm trying to build a business and I keep running into, you know, obstacles uh, because I can't get money and I can't get hired. So we, we were trying to get under that story. Yeah. And I will say too, on a personal level for me, I come from an interracial family. I've been a female in business, in male dominated spaces, technology and telecommunication. And I'm a huge advocate for female rights and minorities, right? It really is my love language. It's something that I'm very vocal about. Anybody who knows me, I'm usually on the front line. And I've actually learned a lot being with Mark because learning to have allyship. I've always viewed the white man as the, just because of my natural interaction of being in a mother married to a black man in the seventies and communities that we lived in that we weren't allowed to be in. We all know my nephew last year was murdered on the streets of LA with 17 bullets in his body. Like this is very real stuff for me. So just even having that voice, it's it's a very real aspect of all of our businesses because the minorities are the ones that actually make the businesses run. Yeah. I, I saw something yesterday. I don't remember what her name is right now, but she was actually talking about the change in not just CEO-ship, but in terms of there are, there's a predominance of minorities coming up who are running companies differently now, like that you don't have to, it's becoming more open. But having your mindset coming into this conversation, Kirsten, or not this conversation, but into your podcast with Mark and having the, you know, the negative connotations for white men to a certain degree, how did you guys then learn to collaborate? Because for the for those listening on the podcast, they're both Caucasian out like when you look at them. And so we don't get any whiter. <laughs> <laughs> kind of white bread. Yeah. I didn't know how else to say that, but <laughs> oh, big statement to have that mindset and then say, okay, Mark, let's collaborate and then let's talk about Black Lives Matters and minorities and how, what they're facing. That had to be very triggering. Like I'm feeling hot and bothered by it right now. And I'm Absolutely. not even part of that conversation. Uh, in that there matter. were so many sweaty moments. And, and, and literally, <laughs> oh, we, we said we were waiting in and oh. we were leaning in and listening in. And at one point, I, I think on several of the programs, Kirsten, we might have just said, look, our job here is to turn the microphone on. There might be 25,000 people listening. There might be 25 people listening. We don't know sometimes. Mm -hmm. Podcasts are weird like that. 
Yeah. We just are going to turn the microphone on. And that's why we called it Amplifying Voices. We're, we're not creating them. We talked to a book publisher, Tamika Newhouse. She has such an impact of bringing young Black authors to the market to tell their stories. We don't need to create the stories. We're just amplifying the stories. So that's what you know allowed us, I think, from a collaborative standpoint. We said we might have ideas. We might have opinions. We might have experiences. Sometimes we'll share those. Probably most times we're here for the guest to tell their story. We might have a probing question, but we're not here to make their story. Yeah, true. But within the conversation, within like the dialogue, that's, I don't know. I It had to be like moments where you're like, it's it can be both gut-wrenching and at the same time, you're just like, oh my goodness, look at you. You're still here and you're still kicking ass. Like how... It has to change you to a certain degree, not change you. It had to, for lack of a better word, open you up more. I, I will say there was a moment, right? And this is actually one of the IntelliKey leadership principles, right? There's self-awareness that we can have and that we're really, as a conscious leader, we really dive into having this level of self-awareness. But beyond that, you have to have the courage to change with it. Like, it's great to know about yourself, but really, when the rubber hits the roads, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. And my probing was always listening for how the white man heard us. That's how my ears. And so I've worked in business my whole life. I've been with my white men my whole life. There really is nothing else at the top the way I grew up. It's like you said, it's changing now. So I know how to interact with them. And I really genuinely love Mark. Like he was somebody in my life that was meaningful. And But I was always listening for that undercurrent. And then, and so I probed in our interviews at that level and I would make those comments. And there was a moment where Mark said, I am one of those white men. And I was like, it's F, like it hit me. It struck me. Like even my language impacting somebody I deeply care for. And there was a moment where Mark became human. He became a human soul. Somebody who was really dedicated and committed to making the world a better place. And yet I was continually probing for the other side. And it, it just it was like a surrender in a moment where my own biases, which is everything we speak to when we're really looking at the systemic racism, my own biases were keeping something moving that wasn't there. It wasn't Mark, it was me. And that was a real profound shift for me to hear that and then to begin. And there was a softening for me in that, like everything changed and even our guests. And I don't know if it was noticeable, Mark, or not, but I know for me, it was an internal shift that I was able mm -hmm. to then take out and then understand, oh, I have a lot of allies. Not everybody is bad. There are a lot of people who want to see a change. And it, it's about the soul. It's about what's inside, not about the outside, which I would have said I got that, but I got yeah. it at a level. I, I do think that was a lightning bolt or, you know, watershed moment in the podcast. And of course, my defense mechanism, I probably said it in humor rather than course, <laughs> right? I'm in the room. <laughs> but how did that feel for you? Because it yeah. must like something had to triggered inside to be like, wait, but I'm here. That Absolutely. Moment. But I, I think, and I don't know if it was in the same show or not, but I think about, we had a conversation with a great friend called uh, Harvey Austin. 
And Harvey and I had worked together over a decade ago. So I can't say I was really close with him then. We're a lot closer now because of the moment. But I remember Harvey saying, I've been in so many meetings where it wasn't what was said. I could ignore it. I could walk away from it. I could process it. But why didn't anybody else in the room step up and say something? Why did the sort of slight go unanswered? Why did the uh, sort of language, we could have laughed it off. We could have said, yeah, we're just being kids. But why didn't anyone say something? And I said, again, I was in the room. How many times did I not say something? So it was both eye-opening, I hope, for the guests, eye-opening for the audience. But wow, it was eye-opening for Kirsten and I too. Yeah. And then how did it, in my opinion, I would assume it had opened up the table even more for conversation, right? Like now you're getting to that next layer. Is Do you feel well, that? Well, now, I don't know. Kirsten was probably more fearless than me going into this thing. I, I get nervous every time we turn the microphone on and just hope maybe after 10 seconds we're, we're over it. But um no, we're more, no, mind you, we're more fearless really now than you? ever. Yeah, I don't have a problem probing again, like <laughs> about like they really when you really think about the dynamic and this is speaking to the male female. Mark really is the butterflies and rainbows. Let's play some good music. Let's have some fun. I'm like, girl, I'm getting inside. I'm going to tear you apart and I'm going <laughs> to everything that's wrong with this world. And you would think that that dynamic, because just on the Myers-Briggs, both Mark and I are ENTJ but we get to the same place at the same but way different ways and it really is funny marks hey i have a, a roll of music let's play it this is the theme of how bad it is and i'm like mm -mm, girl we're getting in there Just get in. <laughs> and that's why we laugh at the, at the end of every conversation the guest goes wow i had no idea that's what this was gonna be <laughs> And I go, how do we bottle this? Wait, there's no way to describe what it is. No, it's magical. And it's really, I love it because, again, you are coming at it differently, but you're both moving, it's moving forward. And so I know you said you don't know what will be next, but what would you love to see happen in your podcast? What would it evolve to if it could evolve? Like when it evolves, what do you imagine it's going to be? Kirsten Mark. I will to say dive the in. beauty for me is this is the beauty. And we're working on that right now. The truth is we're we're not sure. But we haven't been sure since the beginning, which is the magic in and of itself. It became what it was supposed to be. And I really believe that everything has a soul. So that in and of itself is its soul's evolution. We just had a commitment to have fun. I know and speak to leaders and speak to leaders who are really committed to making a difference. Inside of that, it has found its own voice, its own rhythm. And we don't, we're, we're at a point now where we're looking at what is next, right? A, is no. there a next? What is next? How do we do next? What do we both need in it? And I think that's the other piece is from a collaborative standpoint, really honoring each other's needs as well. Like, how does that look? And that's a real dialogue. As we went into our third year, we knew that the title of the podcast might guide us. It's IntelliKey, it's leadership, and it's stories. So yeah. with IntelliKey leadership stories, and it's quite an icebreaker. People go, what is intent? Everybody goes running to the thesaurus to find out what the 
heck this means. And so that sort of unfolds. And then leadership can be defined in so many ways. The leadership at the home level, leadership at your you know, community level or at your church or synagogue or temple. But then the stories, it wasn't just how I got to where I was and climbed the corporate ladder, but how did you become who you were? Like you were asking earlier, Shatali. I, I think the guidance of where we go next, we just want to find people who are living their soul's potential and who are leading others to do the same in whatever you know place or forum that might be. Oh, that is wonderful. I'm really excited to see. No matter, I know I'm more excited to know what's gonna come next because I just see so I just see so much like greatness. And you, someone said this to me once, they're like, you're not waiting for a seat. You're building the whole table <laughs> and everyone that you bring to the table. It's been so powerful, like listening to the podcast. For those of you guys listening um, here, I'll be definitely dropping this in the show notes, the link to their podcast, because there is so much goodness and you guys don't, it's fun to be on the podcast, but you guys are talking about real topics like Again, talking about the minority situation when George Floyd, all of that came about, I, it was gut-wrenching, but to bring voice to it and to have the open communication being, I can't, like, I'm emotional right now thinking about it for some reason. Thank you to you both, because I don't know fully if you see the impact that you are making yet. Oh, we yeah? appreciate the feedback. No, it's huge. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I think that's why I'm so emotional. I, oh, I'm really excited. I'm at a loss for words. Okay, so I'm going to stop rambling. But <laughs> if I'm at a loss for words, I apologize. I, I, If you're okay with it, I'd like to pick up something there. Because what you're experiencing, right, is the truth of what people experience every day. And we're so busy creating leadership conversations that are about, here are three tips to becoming the top leader. And we're not talking about, to Mark made a comment about how we became the leader we became. It was not easy for anybody. Mark has had his stuff. I've had my stuff. You've had your stuff. And we all have the story behind it. And what we don't really embrace is the gravitas, the, the cojones it takes to actually get up every day and live in a world where it doesn't always appear to pull for us. I believe it does pull for us, but it doesn't always appear. And, and it is emotional and it is real. And these are the untold stories that don't get heard from these boardrooms. What, how many executives, and I'll speak mainly for the males, that have missed raising their family because the environment didn't allow them to stay home, right? Yeah. So these are things, these are real conversations that Mark is pointing to. That's that authentic. I got all choked up myself. Yeah. I'll just leave it there. Okay. I think this is a beautiful moment. And I thank you again, both of you, for all of that. Thank you for coming on. and. I, I'm honored to be in your space and to know you both. And I cannot wait to see what this next iteration is going to be. Because whatever it is, I can feel it is going to, that table is going to be even bigger. So thank you both. And thank you for coming on. Thank for you. our listeners, I would love to know 
what your highlight of this was. So definitely come back and share with us because this is just the beginning. Thank you so much for coming on. And like always, I'm wishing you a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to IntelliKey Leadership Stories with Kirsten Gouldy and Mark Stenson. Connect with us on LinkedIn and visit our website, pureintellikey.com. I'm Jared Kajak. Join us again for our next episode of IntelliKey Leadership Stories. This podcast is produced by BSB Media. We also host two other podcasts you might enjoy, Unlocking Your World of Creativity and Five Minutes of Peace. Subscribe today and leave a review on your favorite podcast player.